Welcome to the Lance Wallnau Show. I want to jump right into today's material. It's wild. I mean, you know, we've been praying for years, and you've heard your prophets prophesying that God's going to expose, expose, expose. Then you're wondering when and how. And the news cycle takes over, and what you wanted to see exposed never got exposed. For instance, the fact that the intelligence communities set up Trump like Chuck Schumer said, oh, you got to be careful about how you deal with them. They can get you 100 ways from Sunday. Well, what happens when you have data now that proves that we had 25 people that were being illegally monitored by spy agencies in five countries at the behest and request of John Brennan and the Obama administration to find dirt on Trump that could be used to get Hillary elected? And when you find out that your own CIA and FBI is working in collusion with, at that time, CNN and MSNBC to destroy a political rival, uh, well, the facts are now coming out and the walls are closing in. We got, And that's just one story. We got what's happening with the terrorist watch right now in the United States. Red alert! Because suddenly the FBI is saying a terrorist incident is imminent. The problem is it looks like it's coming from the Middle East that got into our open border. Should that surprise you? That's why Christopher Wray is right now in Israel trying to get intelligence information on what the heck he's dealing with in the United States. We're dealing with the end times, folks. And actually, it's a good time. God put you in now. Don't be nervous about it. You're in the Super Bowl. And if you're in the Super Bowl, you need to get acquainted with end time Jesus. This is a wild teaching. And it basically says that everyone's got Jesus meek and mild. We've got woke Jesus washing everybody's feet and just, uh, you know, doesn't say anything controversial. God forbid he should upset you. Get a hold of end time Jesus. I give you the Bible on how Jesus shows up at the end of the age as the one behind the shaking of nations and the overturning of kingdoms. It's a whole different look at how the lamb and the lion come together in the last days. LanceWallow.com forward slash end time Jesus. I want you to grab this. You will love it. Let's get into today's show. We'll start it off with, uh, my name is Rick Jones. I'm the Butler County Sheriff, Butler County, Ohio. Um, I just came back from a national sheriff's training in uh, D.C. Uh, three days ago, two days ago. We were briefed by the FBI director, Ray, the director of the FBI, and several federal agencies. There's 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs of the 3,300. We have a hierarchy. We have a president. We have a vice president. The President of the United States refuses to meet with the sheriffs. He also refuses to meet with the police chiefs of the United States. They have a hierarchy also. He refuses to meet with them to talk about border issues or talk about crime that's going on because of the border issue. We were also told by Mr. Ray, the FBI director, that there are more red flags going off now than before 9-11, okay? When I say red flags, meaning people that are here in this country that are wanting to do harm to us. We were also explained we're, in the, we're bombing two countries right now. Two countries. These people do not like us before this started. There's thousands of people here from other countries, 160 different countries. They're here not to be our friends. Some of them are coming because they're wanting to come here to the best country in the world. 
the way we see it. Some are coming here to do harm to us. And we were told by the FBI director, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Well, glad that you could uh, be with us for the Lance Wallnau Show. Today, you just saw Sheriff Richard Jones of Butler County, Ohio. Now, he represents, there's some 3,300 sheriffs in the United States. And years ago, someone said to me, you really want to know about the sheriffs because the sheriffs are your safety net. You see, the federal government, it's three-letter agencies. And uh, in some states, your, uh, your police are really working more with the government than they're working with the citizens. But uh, the sheriffs are elected to represent you. So you have these, you know, if you ever notice, you got voting for sheriff. It's interesting because they're kind of like a local political appointment. And so they're independent from the federal bureaucracy. They have a chain of command, but they have authority to, uh, to, to protect you. I know, for instance, in certain instances where the, where the governor was chasing down churches, ministers, or pastors if they dared to violate their ordinance on lockdowns, and the sheriffs working closely with the community would alert them and say, I'm coming by in an hour, don't be there when I get there. And then the sheriff would show up, but basically they're working to protect the citizens. They have an interesting role. So it doesn't surprise me that the Biden administration doesn't like sheriffs. Uh, they don't like what they can't control. And uh, the, uh, what's strange is they don't want even meet with police chiefs. I guess they don't want the optics of a press conference where the police chiefs will talk about how the illegal um, people breaking into the United States are causing crime. And of course, you know, the politically sensitive issue is not all of them are causing crime, but I'm always thinking about what Donald Trump says over and over again, that uncontrolled voice that, that drives them crazy. He says, they're releasing their prisons. They're emptying out their insane asylums. They're literally taking off the public payroll, the burden of having to care and feed and house these people. They're shoving them off to the United States, bye-bye, and letting the United States deal with them. That's this irrational surge of crimes that you're seeing caught on video, more and more and more, that are, that are taking place. Uh, but while this is happening, and uh, there's something curious that's going on, I, I want to catch these moving objects now for this broadcast. You have Christopher Wray, who recently went to the Middle East on a surprise visit. Why was he doing that? Well, because there's a sudden report coming in of red flags, red flags, red flags. This is creating a tremendous anxiety amongst conspiracy-oriented Americans who say this could be a false flag they're trying to set up to create a narrative or support a narrative for their political agenda. That's how much credibility has been lost by the intelligence communities and the government. And it's a good thing. It's all part of the awakening. It's all part of what was once a Fringe group of us people saying the government's out of control. They're going after Trump with lawfare. They're, and, and we were saying these things uh, all the way down to January 6th. What about the pipe bombs? How come nobody ever talks about the pipe bombs? Why don't they have any surveillance footage on who put the bombs outside the RNC and the DNC? Because they were put there by an overzealous strategist who wanted to make sure that if the January 6th protest didn't get out of control, they'd make the pipe bombs the threat, the MAGA threat. Planted, I believe. In order to, uh, which is why nobody's covering the story in Washington, why 
Strange the FBI is uninterested in who's putting bombs outside the DNC where Kamala Harris could be blowing up. My God, the vice president. They dropped that story quick because it was sloppy. And uh, that stuff's been recorded. Anyway, what I'm saying is the sloppiness was they, uh, they, they, it, it reveals complicity and coordination in what happened on J6. But what's going on right now is with, uh, with Ray going to Israel. You know why he's going to Israel? I'll tell you what I think. To find out what they know about what terrorists have gotten into the United States. What do they know about the traffic? Because Israel knows a lot more than we do. They, obviously, when you're surrounded by hostiles, north, south, east, and west, you have an intelligence community that's very alert and tracking stuff. They're tracking stuff. Ray's going over to say, well, what have we got coming in the United States? Where are they coming from? And they're completing the story. We tracked them up to here, then we lost track of them, and I believe they've come into the United States. So um, what countries, uh, the sheriff said there, were bombing two nations, but actually there's four nations we're in, we're in conflict with. Carl, uh, that's my son Carl here, uh, flying the, uh, the desk for me on details and keep me on track. What countries have we been bombing or do we have a hostile relationship with now? Uh, we have a lot of hostile relationships with various countries, but the four countries that you're asking about are Yemen, Syria, Iraq, and Iran. Um, I also want to add in, anytime an illegal immigrant crosses the border, they are committing a crime. That is a crime. So all of these people crossing the border illegally are criminals, just yeah. by legal definition. Yeah, right. It's, and, and for whatever reasons, they're coming over. It is, it is a breaking and entering. It's like breaking and entering into your house. Right. Although it's not treated that way by our government, obviously. So... Um, the, the, the thing that is, is, is alarming is you're watching now the government saying they've got numerous red flags because our bombing over there is creating more agitation here to take action. They're looking at the possibility of terrorist events, which for obvious reasons, the State Department and um, Sullivan and the Biden administration don't want to go there because you want to talk about adding fuel to the flame on an incendiary subject such as an open border. Boy, you let the terrorist activity happen and trace it back to someone that got in the country that shouldn't have been here. Kaboom. This, who does this play to? Not to, not to uh, Kennedy. Um, certainly not to uh, Nikki Haley. It plays to Trump. That's where it's going to end up uh, going. So we've got uh, three minutes in this segment. And, uh, and I don't, I don't want to lose the, uh, the, uh, the narrative here because I want you to see something. Go to cut 26 about the uh, subway attack. And here what you've got is a migrant, an illegal, who is walking through a subway station, ruthlessly attacking, look at this, everyone he passes. One after another, boom, after another, just going down and attacking. And this is on top of the, uh, the four or five that were jumping the police in New York and then giving the middle finger to the photographers as they walked out defiantly. This is not uh, evidence of people coming to the United States seeking religious asylum from persecution. This is evidence that we have opened up our borders to an invasion, and now it's going from the border to the cities and the cities to a theater near you, and it's going to keep on metastasizing because they have to be distributed from the major cities into suburbs and other areas. Uh, James Woods... Uh, always reliable for, for saying something incendiary that is accurate. He says, every sympathetic leftist fool who votes for this in every Western country deserves this. Every one of you. 
And so he's basically saying, if this is what you're, this is what you're voting for, this is what you're cheering for, this is what you get. And, uh, and this is exactly what's coming in. Along with this development, this, this breakdown that is taking place and exposing how our policymakers, our Bernie Sanders and Ocasio left-wing radical Soros-funded uh, agenda now is, is, is bringing forth fruit. It takes a little while for it to show up, but it's showing up. It feeds into a very uh, powerful whistleblower report. Thank God the news is actually being done by somebody. And there's a Schellenberger substack that uh, was done with, with a couple of other journalists who is describing the fact that Brennan and the CIA contacted foreign intelligence agencies using the leverage we have with other foreign intelligence agencies to mobilize them to illegally target 26 Trump associates to do this before 2016 and so that the Russian collusion uh, narrative could be thrown out to the public, which would result in literally paralyzing our country during the administration of Trump while there was a coup in our intelligence community led by Brennan, led by the CIA director Brennan, to be able to pull this up. A man who has not been held accountable yet for his, his, his facilitating, and I'm sure that he believes he was saving America. What he was doing was he was organizing a coup. This is the insurrection from the intelligence community that is the actual insurrection. And they work with what's called the Five Eyes Agencies. That's the United Kingdom, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. You remember Papadopoulos was the first guy they arrested uh, on the, on the, with evidence that he was colluding uh, with, uh, in order to get Trump elected with Russia. And they set him up. It was like a, what you call it a honeypot thing, where he's at a bar somewhere and he's set up. And then there was a high level, um, what, what is it? The, the, M, the, 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 the Secret Service in Britain, what's it called? The M16? M16? MI5? But MI6? they had a guy there who's a professor working with the intelligence community who befriends him and he's basically wiretapping and getting information to lock up Papadopoulos. We'll be right back. I want to take a moment to talk about the volatile financial time that we're in. And I want you to empower yourself with knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge, the Bible says. Visit lancewanlaw.com forward slash birch and get a free information kit. Consider discussing how to shift your 401k or your retirement account into a tax-sheltered gold and silver account. Why don't you go to lancewanlaw.com forward slash birch right now and take action for a secure future. Welcome back to the Lance Wallnow Show. We're talking about the Schellenberger Report and the collusion of uh, our intelligence services with Five Eyes agencies globally. So uh, let's play right now. I hope you've seen this, but you need to catch us again. Jesse Waters exposing the new details on how the Obama administration, and, this, and we believe, and I think um, General Mike Flynn puts it right at Obama's office, right down to the day that they met in order to launch the attack to disrupt democracy by unseating Trump over fake intelligence community allegations of collusion with Russia, which they knew were fake, just like they knew the laptop contents when Brennan again deceived the American Congress, the American people with their journalist lackeys impeaching Trump for, um, you know, for a phone call. When basically they had the laptop and they already had the information on Russia 
exonerating them and focusing on crimes in the Ukraine and Hunter Biden and a whole lot of other stuff. Let's go ahead and play that Jesse Walters interview real quick. Watch this. Brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. And then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Joining me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions, and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it? What's that? Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder. But uh, as a friend of, uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the, was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. And we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence, information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government, initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. 
Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and weaponized and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah, and then going to great lengths by using FBI raids to cover it up. That's just an absolute incredible development. Great reporting to you and to Matt, and we look forward to your report tomorrow. Thank you so much. So the, you know, this is, um, this is kind of important for us to talk about, even though some of you have, have already been looking at this story for a little bit. And that is that, to remind you, the uh, former FBI lawyer, Kevin Kleinsmith, was sentenced to just probation in 2021 after admitting he had falsified information to the courts in order to renew a wiretap against Carter Page, who was, remember Carter Page, we were talking about him, and, they, and uh, this was when Rachel Maddow and CNN were obsessing over the, every day the walls are closing in on Trump. And we find out that they had to falsify information, and there was really no consequence to that. Um, Page had been wiretapped after intelligence sources suspected he might have been targeted by Russian spies. It was approved by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. Remember last month, the lame special counsel John Durham report, where he said the uh, FBI had an uh, investigation of Trump's uh, alleged collusion with Russia, and it was seriously flawed. That's as far as we could go. Serious flaws. And to which uh, Christopher Wray made the uh, comment that uh, we've implemented dozens of corrective actions, I'm sure. They've implemented dozens of corrective actions, and they decided that part of the correction was, um, let's change the subject and start, um, start going after pro-life Catholics and observing what kind of us, you know, what they're doing. I have a couple of thoughts, if I might interject. Yeah, go ahead. Um, one, that particular gentleman who was on, uh, on the broadcast had mentioned he had never seen this type of government action against a, a political opposition. We just might be more aware of it now. This may, in my opinion, this has been going on, but now we're aware of it in part because Trump is so vocal about what's been going on and so many people have been scrutinizing him and what he does, especially behind closed doors. And, and you're right. And so, you know, and, um, and it's an interesting journey because my son was more suspicious of government activity than I was as he grew up because I, like many of you, wanted to believe that the government wasn't involved in these things, and we would have these dinner debates, and I was trying to shore up his patriotism, but uh, I now have to admit that a lot of us feel as though we've been abused, especially when the MAGA people that are the populist movement that are looking for cleaning up Washington are labeled as extremists and potential threats to democracy by Biden and the Democrat scriptwriters who make us out to be enemies. When in fact, we're the ones that are challenging the real enemy. Would you take a look at Laura Logan's comment? Maybe I can get Laura on uh, shortly uh, next week. She says this, Schellenberger's right. There's never been anything like this in the history of America. It dwarfs Watergate at, and every other scandal combined. Oh, that we could have as much journalist fury over this as Watergate generated. This is the real seditious conspiracy that they have been covering up. And it's an ongoing cover-up, as that binder tells us. Well done to Schellenberger and Taibbi. 
Huge story, absolutely fundamental to accountability and justice. This country will never recover without the whole truth about this one. One of the greatest crimes ever, and it's a fact. You've got to clean out these agencies, the top 10, 15% of these agencies, these deep state three-letter agencies, boom, move them out. Jesse Waters, keep on that, brother. Uh, General Mike Flynn has an interesting comment on this that he tweeted along with the, uh, the articles that are coming out. He says, uh, now remember, he was the guy that was denied, was set up to be taken out of office because Obama did not want him in charge of national security. A lot of this stuff wouldn't have happened if he had been there. He writes uh, to Barack Obama, admit it, you staged a coup against the duly elected president, real Donald Trump. The meeting you held in the Oval Office, oh, January 5th, 2017, the meeting with Brennan, what, Clapper and Comey was to put the plan into effect. Admit it, you know it's true. Well, uh, it, it, is it true? It is now the walls are closing in. I was thinking about uh, a biblical parallel to this because I took a lot of heat. You know, I'm an outspoken uh, believer. And I can remember that when these things were happening, I saw it for what it was. I saw Brennan and Clapper and Comey because here's the story that was, that's been known. That the moment that James Comey, who Trump was trying to trust, came to him with uh, the story about <laughs> um, Trump having prostitutes in a hotel urinating on a bed. This was the first piece of journalism these idiots put out for the whole world to have to digest in their contempt for Trump. They generated a story about prostitutes urinating on a bed in Moscow for the entertainment of Donald Trump. This was a this was a intelligence community generated lie. And then the Russian collusion probabilities or the accusations. And Comey presents this salacious garbage to Trump. And Trump's talking to him about this. Like, you know, what are we doing about these, these types of things? Comey, blah, 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 lies in his own syrupy methodology. And then he immediately leaves and calls Clapper, tells Clapper, break it on CNN. And CNN came out with a story, collusion. That's exactly what Clapper and Comey did with CNN. We got so much more going on right now. I didn't even get into the analysis of uh, what happened with the uh, congressional seat we just lost up there in New York, which is very important. Why did that happen? The Republican lost that spot. But we're going to stop right here because we're going to pick this up again tomorrow. You don't want to miss it for part two of the Lance Wallnow Show. Bye-bye. Did you enjoy this latest episode? Please remember to share it with your friends because the more knowledge you have, the better equipped you are to navigate the world.